brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I am your host, Judy Gold. And this week is rant week. I don't know if you notice, I've been working on my office slash podcast studio slash office slash sanctuary slash Peloton room slash and I put up a bunch of posters with my friend Damon and I have way more to go and I don't know if you see my little cool lamp in the corner okay that lamp in the corner which I bought on Amazon and I didn't know it changes all these colors and you can you have this like um control thing so for all you new listeners to kill me now, if I have any new listeners, uh, and all you old listeners, look at my new place. Look at my new studio. It's not new, but it's new. So I'm feeling good. Uh, it's in, you know, it's like, you know, when you redecorate. I remember when I was a kid and I used to change my room around, like I'd move the furniture and I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing. I have a new room. Okay, that's how I feel. I feel like I put up these posters. I got, you know, my new lamp. I got, yeah, I feel good. So here we are in the Kill Me Now studios and I'm working on the rebranding of our podcast. I call it our podcast because you're my listeners and it's going very well, very well. And thank you for all of your suggestions. Okay, so that's that. And um, I have a lot of shit to say. I just want to say what a week this was. I want you to know that on Tuesday, the 23rd, I, uh, oh, let me tell you about my gigs coming up and then I can move on. Wednesday, tomorrow night, I am in Toronto at Yuck Yucks. Yes, that is the name of the club for another of our Stand Up for Israel shows. And that is uh, on Wednesday, the 31st at Yuck Yucks in Toronto. I'm with my friends, Aaron Berg and Rich Voss, and being on the road with them is so much fun. And as you may or may not know, I am taking a, oh, we, oh, and then, I'm sorry, February 8th, we are going to Baltimore for another Stand Up For Israel show. And that show, by the way, that show is at the JCC because it was at a club. It was at a club. And then some people uh, complained. And so 
Uh, they said they're Zionist lovers. Uh, the club didn't want a lot of um, Mishigas. And so we moved it to the JCC. Uh, and there were still issues there. Let me just press this. Um, because there's a lot of issues going on when you say that you're doing something for Israel. And it's it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, the weekends, by the way, as I mentioned, I'm taking off as many weekends I, as I have to for Ben's games. Oh my God, they're still undefeated. Uh, poo, 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 poo. This weekend they beat Hamilton and Amherst. They're such a great team. And what's so great is that, I don't know if you saw any of my posts. I posted, uh, you know, Elise and I going to the game and going through the car wash and Ben in his, he takes that ice bath thing after he works out. And the greatest thing about it is I get I get so excited. I'm like, Ben, Ben, you're like undefeated. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just fun. It's fun. We're having fun and we love winning and we're locked in. And he's really not taking it like be all and end all. Because I think if he does or he thinks he thinks if I think he's learned through all these years, putting so much pressure on yourself is not going to help your game. And he's just really happy. And he's the captain, um, along with Dana as another captain. And they're just a great team. They're just a fantastic team. So go Bants. I'm so proud of all of the team. I also want to tell you that, uh, so Ben has this teammate, Henry Vetter, who's also, he's an excellent player. Uh, and he's from Illinois. And... For his film, he's studying film or wants to study film. I don't know if he's declared his major yet, but he's studying film and he's in this film class. And for his final project, uh, he had to do a documentary and he decided that he was going to do his documentary about Ben, about Ben having all these moms and being a basketball player and coming up through AAU and all this stuff and 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 his his sort of odd family uh and yet he's in this such a masculine sport i mean a lot of sports are very masculine but you know what i'm saying i i mean figure skating probably not but um synchronized swimming no but what I'm saying is that uh, Henry Vetter did this uh, video, uh, I mean, this film, this documentary film called Mama's Boy, M-O-M-M-A apostrophe S. And it is fantastic. It is fantastic. He really, he, 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 he gets you, he gets you in the beginning. You want to watch the whole thing. He ends it. He's just great. He's, he is, I'm telling you this Henry Vetter, anyone who's a documentarian, this kid, he's pretty talented. I've 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 uh, done a lot of documentaries, and he's awesome. So excited about that! Hopefully, he'll post it somewhere, and I can send you the link, or I can post the link. But good job, Henry Vetter. Um, it was it was really interesting to hear Ben talk about, you know, what it was like having. He's you know he has four moms now because it's me and Elisa. And uh, Sharon and Taryn. Yes, it's Sharon and Taryn. Yes, their names are Sharon and Taryn. Nauseating, but they're in love. And um, they're married. And they have a great relationship. And, 
you know, Lisa and I have a great relationship and we're all in great relationships. So there you go. So really excited about Ben's games and taking weekends off. I've never done this. I've always been like, where's my next gig coming from? Take risks, everyone. Take risks. The work will come. You you don't get this time back. What is going to matter? You know, my friend Sherry, Sherry Rosenstein, I call her Cheryl. My friend Howard Rosenstein, he's my oldest friend. I met him when I was 17 and I was, um, it was my first day of college. And um, he truly is, you know, he knew my parents, he knows my whole family. He's really family. And his wife, Sherry, told me that uh, he has a 10-year rule where if he has to make a decision, he wonders in 10 years, what will what will matter? That I went to that meeting or that I went to my son's recital or something like that. And I think that's an excellent rule to live by because I know Ben's a senior and I'm not going to get this time back. And I love watching him play. And I'm sure he'll play next year somewhere, but who knows where? And, uh, it's just fun. And every, every weekend we have a road trip and I love it. Uh, but I do have to remember to bring my pillow because not a fan of the shitty pillows in hotels. I need a fucking feather pillow. I don't know if anyone else does, but I need a fucking feather pillow. One thing my mother did not, um, skimp on were bedding and towels and stuff like that. And we had these beautifully, this beautiful, uh, these pillows, these feather pillows from Europe. And I fucking, I cannot sleep without feather pillows. So there you go. Okay. So that's that. Um, also this past weekend, you know, uh, as I mentioned, Ben, um, they beat Hamilton and they beat Amherst, but Saturday and look at my Instagram, you'll see some photos. Saturday was, was senior day. I was calling it parents day, but it was senior day. And, uh, three seniors walk, you walk out with your family and, um, they give you a poster of your, uh, you get a poster of your son, brother, whatever playing huge poster. And, uh, they frame their number, their Jersey in a big, huge frame. It's beautiful. And so the first family went out, Sean's uh, family, beautiful family, and then Dana's family came out. And then there's Ben with his four moms, his uh, brother Henry, and his, I guess you'd call them half-brothers. Uh, it's Sharon and Taryn have, two, uh, have two-year-old twins. And so here was this incredible family walking out on the court, and it was beautiful. It was just beautiful, and I was so proud. You, you'll see the pictures. I'm, like, smiling ear to ear. It's just fantastic. So that's that. I'm very proud. I love my family. And um, go Bants! Woo! Roll Bants. And I've screamed the whole game. Hey, everyone. You know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which... Yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity and eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. 
It is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, I Just Did Chef's Choice, 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero. Okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D five zero, Judy Gold 50, to get 50% 50% off. That's code JudyGold50 at factormeals.com slash JudyGold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. Anyway, so that's that. So I wanted to tell you about a bunch of shit that happened this weekend. I mean, this week. So on Tuesday, my friends, uh, Joanne Berman and Leslie Gerberside and I arranged this event. It was um, a private event. It was in New York City, and it was with Shahar Paled, who is um, special ops in the IDF. And he is um, coming to the United States on his time off from fighting on the front lines in Gaza uh, to speak about the misinformation. Uh, the truth, to uh, engage with people, to arm people with facts. He's an incredible speaker. He is brilliant and engaging. And I'm telling you, there was not, you could drop a pin. You you could hear a pin drop. And then I did a and a with him. And we had a lot of young people there. And the one thing he said, I mean, he said so many wonderful things. But he did say one thing that I thought was really interesting. And that was, you have to post. I'm going to talk about a post I did, but you have to post. You have to not be afraid. I'm going to lose followers. My business is going to suffer if I post the truth. And I have been trying to do that. Uh, Well, I do that. I don't, I don't care. Um, I, I feel that the truth is the most important thing here and the misinformation and people are misguided and willfully ignorant. And it's really upsetting. It's really upsetting. So 
we had this incredible event and he's such a powerful speaker. He really gives you hope. That's what the, the thing is. You know, we get beaten down. The anti-Semitism, you feel so fucking beaten down, like, oh my God, again? And, you know, he spoke about his grandparents who survived the Holocaust and what they went through and that we can't give up. Look what they went through. Do it for them. Speak up for them, for all those, for those six million. And, and for the handful of survivors we have left, they didn't go through that so you could be silent. You gotta speak up, even if it's uncomfortable. Even if you're gonna lose a friendship. Even if it's easier, which it is easier to just say, oh, well, I'm not gonna change your mind. Speak up. Do it. It's so important. Learn the facts. It was an amazing event. People were, you know, I got email, you know, emails and texts. I, I it was, you know, I, I'm transformed. It was, it was life changing. And, you know, I've been posting a lot and I've lost a few thousand followers, but I, I posted on, um, I guess it was, I don't know, it was Thursday. Sorry, I just drank. I posted a, a video, I was just sitting on my couch and I'm like, I wanna post. You know, I wanna post every day, just some fact. And so I posted that, a, a basic fact. I didn't mention Israel. I just said, I wanted to let you know in case you were unaware because it seems like uh, some people are not aware that Hamas is a terrorist organization and they hate you and they hate everything about you and they hate Western, Western civilization. So they don't only hate the Jews, they hate everyone who is not them. So I just wanted to give you that little tidbit of information. And that's what I posted. And that is the truth. They are terrorists. They are Evil, you know, Shahar, who spoke, was a first responder. He spoke about the atrocities that he saw, that he continues to see. These women were raped. Their breasts were chopped off. There are nails in their um, genitals. Babies were beheaded. It, 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 babies were burned. People were killed in front of their children. Children were killed in front of their parents. It is barbaric, disgusting, beyond, okay? So that's who they are. And they are. there are people going around calling them resistance or freedom fighters. They're not freedom fighters. They hate you too. They hate you too. They hate everything about you. They're here. They're, they would come and get you too, especially the gays. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. They, they fucking hate you. They would throw you off a building. This is all factual. I didn't say anything about Israel. I didn't say anything about Gaza. I didn't say anything about Palestinians. Nothing. And these are the responses that I got. Okay. These are some of the responses that I got. 
So that justifies Israel killing 25,000 civilians, which includes 10,000 children. All I said was that Hamas is a terror terrorist organization. I said nothing else. And this is what I get. I get constantly, I'm unfollowed, too bad, you were funny. I'm, I'm stating a fact. I'm saying Al-Qaeda, terrorist organization. Hezbollah, a terrorist organization. ISIS, a terrorist organization. That's all I'm saying. And yet, every time you say anything, anything, it is, yeah, but. If I had said that something, you know, about Israel, it'd be like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, or the hostages. Had, had I said something about the hostages, oh, we still have these, you know, they're being treated like, whatever. If I had said that, it would be, yeah, but. But if I had said the poor Palestinian people who are being used as human shields, who are not getting aid because Hamas is stealing it from them, if I had sent any of that, yeah, but it's all, it, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe people would have not said anything. But if you say anything about anti-Semitism, if you say anything about the fact that Hamas, this war is between Israel and Hamas. It's not between Israel and the Palestinians. And no one wants thousands of Palestinians dead, you know. Shahar, when he spoke, he talked about his mom who spent her days taking Palestinians into Israel to get medical treatment, to, to go to their doctor's appointments. All the people that were killed, I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir a lot of the time, you know, but they were peaceniks. They wanted a two-state solution. They wanted, they wanted to coexist with the Palestinians. Hamas ruined this. Hamas did this. Stop fucking marching for Hamas. They fucking hate you. And they're laughing. And they're and all of their leaders are in Qatar, Qatar, and they're just spending their billions. They could give two fucking shits. And the leader of Hamas, Sinwar, one of the leaders, Yahya Sinwar, was a was a terrorist who was let go who was who was released for one Israeli, one Israeli. They let go over a thousand Palestinian terrorists or people who had been arrested or suspected of terrorism. And Sinwar, while he was in Israeli jail, as I've said before, was had brain cancer and was treated by an Israeli doctor who saved his life. And he went back and he fucking mastermind this horrible event on October 7th. And you know what? You talk about a ceasefire. There was a ceasefire on October 7th. And Israel has not been in Gaza since 2005. Get your fucking facts straight. No one wants innocent people to die, including the IDF. Oh, it's just so fucking annoying. Anyway, so um, the I've, I just, I lost... I lost a few hundred followers and I got, um, I got shut up, stopped defending the indefensible and stopped dehumanizing the innocent people of Palestine. I never said anything about, I said that Hamas is a disgusting, horrible terrorist organization. Even the founder of Hamas's son, uh, 
there's a documentary called The Prince of Hamas and um, or The Green Prince, The Green Prince. And it's about one of the founders of Hamas and his son and how he speaks out about Hamas and how barbaric and awful and everything horrible about them. Okay, I've heard him speak. He speaks the truth. This misinformation, this excuse for being, you know, like, oh, now we, now it's now it's it's boiling out. Now we can all hate the Jews again. This is all how it happened in the 30s and the 40s. This is exactly how it happened. People being willfully ignorant, not wanting to know the truth. So fucking annoying. Anyway. So Hamas is, here's another one. Hamas, I, again, I said Hamas is a terrorist organization. They hate you, but that's not an excuse to bomb children. What the fuck? I never said anything. It's unbelievable. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Listen to this one. This is, fa- this is my favorite. Hamas has issued a statement saying they have no issue with Jewish people. Their grievance is with the Zionist state that oppresses them and denies them basic human rights and freedoms. It is in their charter that Israel doesn't have a right to exist and all Jews should be killed. Shut the fuck up, idiot. Shut the fuck up. How do you go around and they're so convinced? And first of all, on October 6th, 90%, 99% of people knew nothing about what was going on in the Middle East, nor did they care. Ugh. So fucking annoying. Then I see on NBC News they have AOC. AOC just repeating the same shit over and over again. It, it's it is infuriating that in Israel they are protesting the government they you know a majority of the people there when i was there in june they were protesting netanyahu's policies they don't like netanyahu and they're protesting because they can cuz it's a democracy and no one's going to shoot them for speaking out against netanyahu okay you're gay Go, go to Gaza. Go, have fun, have enjoy. See you later. Not, I won't see you later. You know, Israel's not perfect. But, you know, this idea like, and, and this use of the word pro-Palestinian, pro, uh, they're pro, who, I'm, I have nothing against Palestinians. I don't want them to die. I want Hamas obliterated obliterated. They are taking aid. They are taking food. They could have built Gaza. Gaza was beautiful. They could have made it into the most schools. They could have used the billions of dollars they had received for schools, for infrastructure. Um, the hospital, there's 36 hospitals there and beneath all of them are, uh, are weapons where they had, I mean, do you understand? But the anti-Semitism is not okay. It's not okay. 
There were people, uh, mourners leaving a synagogue in New York with people protesting and calling them names. That is not okay. Guess what, FYI? Every Jew doesn't think alike. Just like when I was uh, fighting for marriage equality and, and, and uh, equal rights for gays and, and trans rights and everything, you, you know, you couldn't put every gay person, every trans in, in a in a box and say they all think alike. We're different people. Jews are different. We're a thinking religion. We don't all agree. In fact, we hardly ever agree. But you know what we do? We contribute a lot to the world. So if you fucking hate us so much, don't live with our contributions. Live without them. If you hate gays so much, live without their contributions. Your life will be S-H-I-T shit. I'm really getting sick of the anti-Semitism. Fucking closing down, you know, bridges and, and tunnels and people can't get home from work. Cut the fucking shit. Ugh. Anyway, so... um. That's been really annoying me. And then we got this information uh, that the UNRWA, which is the, the it's it's the um, Relief and Works Agency for Palestine refugees in the Near East, several of their employees were part of the October seventh terror attacks. The UN has been against Israel forever. They hate Israel. The Red Cross has done nothing. When you're a Jew, you know all this stuff because your parents tell you and your grandparents tell you, and they tell you to be careful and they tell you to beware. And you think it's not true. And here we are today. People afraid to wear their stars of David, people afraid to wear yarmulkes, people getting assaulted as if you know their beliefs, as if you that, that that your vitriol and hate speech is going to solve anything. Let me tell you something. Important point. You know, you can yell at Israel all you want. They could have had this whole thing over on October 8th with the amount of weapons they have. Um, it could have been done on October 8th, but they didn't do that. They have asked for ceasefires, for a two-month ceasefire to get the hostages. They will not do this. The Hamas will not agree to that. Just imagine if someone came in your fucking house and took you or murdered you or raped you. Like, seriously. No, no one wants Palestinians, innocent Palestinians killed. No one wants to see them suffering. But you know what? If Hamas wasn't there they would have a chance. Fuck you, Hamas. So anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not a fan of Netanyahu's. I'm just letting you know that. I'm not. I have a nuanced opinion. You don't know what I'm thinking. Actually, when you write on people's uh, posts, you don't know what the, there's, it's not, it's not black and white. You don't know what their real opinions are. So cut the shit, cut the shit. Anyway, um, 
so that's that. And I'm really calm. Um, and I'm going to breathe in and I'm going to breathe out and I'm going to breathe in and I'm going to breathe out. Um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. I hope you follow me on Instagram and, um, not, I, you know, like, here's the other thing I wanted to say before I left. I get annoyed, you know, like Susan Sarandon, who I think is a fucking asshole. I want her. She's a piece of shit. Um, she turned off all of her, she'll say something and she turns off the comments. So you can't comment. And I was like, you know, a lot of people are turning off comments because it's so hateful. And after I posted that, just saying, Hamas is a terrorist organization. And I was like, I want to do more tidbits. I want to talk about more facts. You know, that you can be pro-Palestinian and also a Zionist. You can believe that Israel has a right to exist and defend itself and also be pro-Palestinian. And yet... If I do that, it's going to be more and more. So do I do it and turn off the comments so I don't have to look at that shit? Let me tell you something. My assistant, Brittany, is like, I can't, you know, she can't believe it. The anti, it's pure and unadulterated anti-Semitism. The shit people say to me. I have to, I have to like just mute them or whatever the hell you do because I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. And it's so funny. You thought I was funny and now you hate me, which is my book. Yes, I can say that when they come for the comedians are all in trouble. It's, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing because the first time, the first, uh, I wrote that book and it, it's a great book. And the first review on Amazon was a woman who said she read the book and she really enjoyed certain parts, especially how I talked about Bill Cosby and I forgot something else and she learned something else. But since I hate Trump so much, uh, she's giving me one star. That's, that is the, that, which was the point of my book. It's like, you do like me. You do think I'm funny. I do have something important to say. But since I have different political beliefs than you, you're going to give me one star. And that's what we've turned into in this fucking country. There are people that I admired that I no longer admire that I'm shocked by, but I haven't unfollowed them. I want to hear what they have to say. I want to hear what I want to hear other opinions. It's infuriating, but I need to know what other people are thinking. Because I need to, I need to be knowledgeable and I need to learn the truth. So whatever, whatever. It's, it's just, it's really, the anti-Semitism is really, really upsetting. And uh, my mother warned me about it. So that's all I have to say this week. I, um... I do appreciate, first of all, we have, I mean, I'm so excited about the rebranding of the podcast. I can't even tell you. I'm not giving you any details, but I do appreciate everyone writing in and giving me their opinions. It's very exciting. I, I mean, I'm super excited about one thing, but I'll tell you next week. Um, and 
you know, I just thank you all so much for listening and supporting me. Um, and again, I make no, actually I lose money on this, uh, but I love this medium and I love your feedback. So if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe and leave a review because it helps more people find the podcast. And I think people want to enjoy it as you do. So that's it. That's all I have to say to you. I just want to say, oh, as I always say, the, um, Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel. It's edited by Colin Schmeling and um, everything else by Brittany Joe Sowards Richmond. Um, and it is a labor of love. So thank you all so, so much for listening. And as we always say, so long. Gah, 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 gah.